Hey, Rooted Girls, Christy Shu here, and you're listening to the Rooted Girls Podcast. Thanks so much for listening today. We're so glad you're here. And today with me, I have a very special guest, Cassie Cooper. Welcome, Cassie. Thank you. It's so good to be here. Yay. We're so glad to have you on the Rooted Girls Podcast. Cassie is one of our Rooted Leaders, and we just love, love, love her so much. So thanks for being here, Cassie. Um, How about you just tell the Rooted Girls a little bit about you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I just moved to Austin, Texas, and I work for uh, One Chapel, which is a church down there. Um, It's really exciting. I get to work with all of their different church plants, so helping them with different event coordination and communication. So I like it. I get to interact with a lot of people, so that's a lot of fun. I'm still getting used to Austin. Um, there's a lot of fun things to do here, but a lot of exploring yet to happen. So Yay, yeah. it's so exciting. A brand new season for you. Yeah, absolutely. Moving is fun because I shared on the podcast, I recently moved a couple months ago mm-hmm. back home to Michigan where I'm from, and it's fun, and I grew up there, but it also feels like, wow, I'm a new girl. <laughs> kind of, you know, it kind of feels like starting over again, Yeah, which is exciting, but also can be a little scary too at times. Oh yeah, for sure. You kind of have to figure out, okay, what's my place here? Right. And to know people and even where to go for food and groceries. Yes, so exactly. A, Everything's new. Yeah. So that's exciting though. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah. And again, girls, thanks so much for listening. We have a lot of great content plan for today and a really great question. We created this podcast to simply just answer your girl's questions. So everything we talk about on the podcast is a question asked from a rooted girl from a message we got maybe on Instagram or from the conferences, questions you girls have submitted that you want answers to. So we're so pumped just to be here trying to give our best advice and direction, guidance to you guys in order to answer your questions. And again, as we always say here on the podcast, sadly, we don't have all the answers. We wish we knew everything. We don't, but we'll always try to give you guys good, biblical, sound, true advice, and we'll always try to point you back to what the Bible says at the end of the day. So Cassie, you ready to jump into today's topic and question? absolutely. Awesome. Well, I'm excited about today's topic because I think it's a question a lot of people ask, Mm -hmm. not even just girls Mm -hmm. that are maybe in middle school, high school, college. I think everybody, no matter what age they are, no matter what season of life they're in, all kind of find themselves asking this question. So we're talking Mm -hmm. about if God's good, like why do bad things happen in the world? Mm -hmm. And the specific question that was asked um, for this podcast episode by a girl, actually she asked it at our spring 2019 girls conference in Tulsa. Mm -hmm. She asked, why does a good God let bad things happen, such as a loved one dying? when he has the power to stop bad things from happening? Mm -hmm. So really good question, really deep question. And as I said, you know, we don't know everything, but we're going to try to do our absolute best to tackle this question today um, and just share from our hearts. So Cassie, ready for this? Yeah, let's (laughs) Let's jump in. So I guess my initial reaction when I first read this question um, about why does God let bad things happen if he could stop them and things to be 100% honest, we don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, as humans, we don't know why some bad, horrible circumstances happen. And you're, they're, you're totally right. God controls everything. He knows everything. He has the power to stop things from happening and stuff. So sometimes I wish as humans we could see the bigger picture and what God is doing when we, we can't. You know, I wish we yeah. could see it. And seeing the future, like, oh, God, now I know why you had me go through that. But sometimes we just don't know why bad things happen. So sorry, girls. <laughs> that's not the best answer to this question. Sometimes we don't know. But I think that's where, like, trusting God comes yeah. in 
and trusting that he is still sovereign and that he always has a plan, even in the midst of tough times or even in the midst of if we don't know why he's doing what he's doing. Well, if we knew all the answers, then that would make us God. Exactly. And we wouldn't need him. And we're not. Yeah. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> yeah, thank God. <laughs> so what are your thoughts to that question? I think my initial thoughts are very similar to yours, Christy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is it is sometimes frustrating, especially when something that doesn't make any sense in the world happens, a huge tragedy, or even yeah. like a national disaster. Oh, yes, Like, not that long ago, we had a huge hurricane come through, mm-hmm. and things like that, that you look and you go, why, if God had the power to stop that, why didn't he? Yes. Um, and I think landing on kind of the overarching answer that... I'm not God. Mm-hmm. I don't know all of the answers, and God sees things that I don't see. Um, I think that's a, a really hard answer to land on, and it's definitely one that comes out of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a couple of initial thoughts that I have about the question. First, we live in a fallen world. Yes. Um, we were given the opportunity to choose. Man was given the opportunity mm-hmm. to choose a long time ago. And then every day, you and I have the opportunity to choose. That's right. Um, if we're going to choose to love the Lord and to follow after Him, or if we're going to choose what our own hearts want. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Bible makes that pretty clear. In Revelation 3.20, um, it says that Jesus stands at the door and knocks. Yeah. And He gives us the opportunity to answer. He's a gentleman. He doesn't just barge yes, right on right. in uninvited. We have to choose to open that door. Um, Joshua chapter 24, Joshua talks about choose for this day whom you will serve. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're given the opportunity to choose. And because we live um, in a fallen world, things happen every single day that are outside of God's will. Right. Um, And consequences of people's actions, maybe not even our own, but what someone else has Mm -hmm. done that's affected us. Um, And one of the things that I actually find most beautiful about our relationship with the Lord is that he did give us a will and an opportunity to Mm -hmm. choose knowing that we would misuse it. That's right. Um, knowing that we could choose to hurt him so deeply, but he, he wanted us to be able to choose that because then we could choose to love him so deeply. Mm-hmm. And our love would then come out of a place of daughtership, right. like daughterhood instead of servanthood. And I think sometimes with suffering or going through a hard season or a hard time, we're in the midst of it, we don't know why. Yeah. And I we struggle like, God, why? I don't know if you girls have ever found yourself just maybe alone in your room crying and being like, Lord, why is this tough situation going on? Like, please, and just praying and crying out to God, like, please stop this. Like, this is horrible, this thing I'm going through. God, please take it away. And then he doesn't sometimes. And you're going through that season for a little bit longer, that hard time a little bit longer. And I think as people, yeah, we ask, God, why are you putting me through this? But for me, whenever I've gone through a hard season or had maybe some bad things happen, God always has a plan, I've noticed, yep. maybe on the other side of the hard season, but I notice he still always knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But I think the bottom line is, that's why it's so important, and you know, that's what Rooted is all about, finding who we are in Christ and basing our identity of who in who God says we are. Mm-hmm. Um, because when bad times come and when hard times come, if we are planted and just rooted yep. firmly in him, and we know like, God, I know you are good. God, I trust that you are in control. I trust that you're sovereign. Even though my life is pure chaos right now, I trust that you are still on the throne. You're reigning. You have this situation under control. If we're sure and secure in who God is and that he is a good God, whatever trials or circumstances or hard times come our way, we won't be shaken because we are rooted and just planted in him. So that's why, girls, it's so important that we are constantly seeking the Lord, getting to know him in the good seasons or in the really hard seasons, because when the waves do come and when the mm-hmm. storms do come, you'll be so sure and just secure in who God is yeah. that tough times or waves or storms won't 
totally knock you down. I mean, they won't be fun, <laughs> probably, most yeah. likely, but they won't totally, like, knock you out because you know who you are in the Lord. Yeah, yeah, no, that's so good, Chrissy. Um, and, I mean, yeah, those difficult times, they will come. I mean, there's a verse in Psalms that talks about, you know, when the mountains crumble and mm-hmm. when the earth shakes and when, you know. Yes. So that it's not an if statement. It's a Inevitable. when statement. They're gonna yeah, come. they're going to come. Yes. Um, but, yeah, just like you said, it's so important to go back to your identity in Christ, mm-hmm. to what you know is true about God. Um, I think so many times it's easy to feel things, you know, to feel angry, to feel sad, to feel frustrated or discouraged or overwhelmed. Um, but you have to, have to, have to, whether you go to scripture and you pick out specific promises Mm -hmm. that are about the situation you're going through, say, regardless of my feelings, this is what I know is true. Yes, that's good. Because our feelings don't determine the truth. God's word determines the Uh truth. So girls pick out, if you're going through a difficult situation, find scriptures that are specifically related to Mm -hmm. what you're going through because... Someone in the Bible has gone through what you're going through. Jesus has gone through what you're going through. Speaking of someone in the Bible who's gone (laughs) through what you're going through, even Jesus went through suffering and went through a hard time. You know, he came to the earth and had a great time of earthly ministry and things while he was here. But the purpose of why he came was to suffer. He he came to be put to death on a cross for our sins. And I don't know about you, I've never been put to death on a cross, (laughs) and I hope I never am. But that does not sound like a fun season or a fun time. And Jesus, I don't think he wanted to do it he knew the purpose in doing it and the purpose in his suffering but I don't think he was like man I can't wait to go die on a cross next week I mean, at Jesus, all yeah he even said in the garden <laughs> yes. like Lord if it all possible like yes. let this cup meaning that cup of suffering exactly. be taken away from me but so he, he didn't want to go through it no he didn't want to go through it and that was suffering um but he said ultimately not my will but yours be done exactly and he knew that God it's still God. He's yep. still good. He had a plan yep. through the suffering, through the hard time. Yeah. And, and that think, he wouldn't leave him at the end of the day. Yeah. That's one of the most important things uh, to remember. You know, when, when suffering comes, when hardships come, whether that be, you know, just because we live in a fallen world or there's times when the Lord wants to test our faith and he wants to strengthen us mm-hmm. and he wants to grow us. Like, look at Job. Right. Um, that's a great example. God allowed Job's faith to be tested. Um, and I have a verse written down. It's Job 23.10. And this is Job speaking. He said, but he knows the way that I take. When he has tested me, I will come forth as gold. Wow. And there's a lot of verses in the Bible, you know, 1 Peter 1.7, that talk about the trials that we go through. And it tests our faith. Yes. Faith. And it comes through tested, purified as gold. And that's how gold is purified when it goes through the fire. Wow, that's good. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's part of our faith journey. You know, the Lord allows our faith to be tested sometimes. C.S. Lewis, I love reading old C.S. Lewis books. Yes, he's great. (laughs) And one of my favorite quotes by him, it's in A Grief Observed, um, which is just a very raw, honest book about suffering. Uh He says that the testing of our faith doesn't happen so that it proves the worth to the Lord. The Lord always knew the worth of our faith. He knows where it's at right now. The testing of our faith shows us where our faith is at. Wow, Um, that's good. And the areas that we need to grow in and the areas that we need to trust the Lord. And just remembering that the Lord always has a purpose, Mm -hmm. even if it's something that happened outside of God's will. Yes. Some of the most beautiful, beautiful gifts from the Lord come from things that that happen outside of God's will. I mean, look at Jesus. Right. Jesus wasn't part of God's original plan. Yeah, right. God's original plan was for man to live in perfect harmony and no sin. Jesus was like, 
Jesus was technically plan B. Right. But the most beautiful gift, the best good that this world has ever seen came out of something that wasn't mm-hmm. God's original plan. That's so good. And, and I'm so, so thankful for Jesus. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And so seeing how God can work so much good out of something that doesn't make any sense, something that looks terrible, that's pure suffering in the yes. moment. Uh-huh. Um, you know, remembering that. And girls, when you're going through difficult situations, write it down, oh, journal yes. about it. Uh-huh. And talk I always about, do that. Mm-hmm. Talk about how, you know, Lord, this is hard and continue to pray through that. And then write down, like, don't just journal about the hardship, write down the answers that you see God giving. That's good. Because two years down the road, you're going to go through another difficult situation and you're going to forget about the first yes. one that you went through. So go back, look, look at those places of faithfulness in your life that you see, you know, through your journaling, through your prayer Mm -hmm. life and say, okay, if God's going to be, if God was faithful then, then God can be faithful again. And it's a faith, it's a faith building. That's how we grow. And I've done that so many times in my life. I wouldn't say I've ever thankfully gone through like a huge, huge situation where I felt like I'm suffering. I've definitely gone through some rough patches and some hard seasons, but I think a lot of people have had it worse off than me. And I'm thankful that God's provided for me Mm -hmm. and had his hand on my life, but I have noticed that through any hard season I've walked through or anything I was really waiting on or trusting God for, he has always came through. But then I've looked back on the hard season and I've seen like, God, I needed to go through that because you really mm-hmm. taught me patience yeah. or you really taught me how to love people who are not lovely and yeah. who are hard to love. Or you really, really taught me how to trust in you from that yeah. hard season when I was waiting for something to show up and it didn't, or you really taught me how to be content. So through hard seasons or through tough times, I really feel like God is always trying to grow us, stretch us, teach us. And he yeah. always, like you said, has a purpose yeah. through waiting, a purpose through a hard season or a purpose through suffering. And again, we just got to trust in him that yeah. God is good and he knows all, you know, yeah. he knows all about us and he knows what he's doing at the yeah. end of the day. Well, and I think there's certain seasons too that, you know, we have a plan in our minds like, uh-huh. okay, it needs to look like this. Oh, always. Planner <laughs> right planner, here. Yeah. <laughs> I know you are too. Yeah. We love planning. Myers-Briggs. Us saying. girls love planning. Oh yeah. I like to know what's happening. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, you know, sometimes God doesn't go according to my plan. Right. Shocker. And, Come on, God. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and um, I think we, you know, we we have an idea for what our lives need to look like. Yes, you know, totally. what our relationship needs to look like, our relationship with our parents or our friends or, you know, boyfriends, whatever that might look like. And God says, I have a different plan. Mm-hmm. And it it really might not feel fun in the yeah, moment. It's like, really? You do? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember one time it was my sophomore year of college and the Lord kind of put it on my heart to take a year out of college. Oh, yeah. To stay home with my family, to work full time. And I did classes online. And that, you know, felt like suffering at the time. Yes, all my friends totally. were gone. I get that. I was so yeah. alone. Um, and like looking all my friends back at college, having so much fun. Yeah, that'd be hard. And it was. It was, it was a lonely season and it was hard. But looking back on it now, like four years later, looking at that season going, oh my goodness, that I would not change a thing. Right. I learned so much about my relationship with the Lord. I grew so much just in faith and in trusting him and just so many little things that would take too much time to get into. But just to see how the Lord worked in that season, Uh it seemed like a a time of suffering in the moment, but it's so much so a blessing in disguise. so good. You know, and the Lord says in scripture that, you know, his ways are higher than ours. His thoughts are higher than ours. Mm -hmm. So what we might see as like, Lord, this is suffering. This isn't good. Why are you doing this? Yes. Lord's going, oh, honey. Yes. Just wait a little bit longer. If you could only see. You'll see it. Looking back, 2020 vision, stay close to me. Keep pressing in, into me, running after me, um, and you'll you'll see why. 
That's so good. So girls, just trust. Mm -hmm. If you're even going through a hard season right now, just trust that God has you. He knows what he's doing. And just like Jesus prayed, as Cassie and I have shared, not my will, but yours be done, God. Just always keep that prayer in the front of your mind. You could say, you know, God, like Jesus did, I don't really want to do this. Or if possible, you know, please take this away from me. But at the end of the day, I think we do have to pray just like Jesus prayed. Yeah. Especially in hard situations. God, not my will though, but whatever you have yeah. for me, whatever you want for my life, let that be done. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. So I think we should jump in a little bit more specifically because this question this girl asked was, why does God let bad things happen such as a loved one dying? Which is yeah. really tough. I mean, yeah. I know a lot of us have been there We've lost somebody close to us, and that's tough. And I think that is a lot of times when we ask this question, like, God, why? What was the purpose in that person passing away, especially if they're young or something? It's a really hard thing to wrestle with. Like, why would you take them at such a young age? Or what are you doing? What good, you know, could come from such a bad thing like that? So, you know, let's talk about, um, like, a loved one dying or a situation that's probably equally as hard. Um, You know, she asked why would God let that happen when he has the power to change things? So I, Cassie, part of the reason I asked you to be on this episode is because I know you've had experience with that Mm -hmm. and which is really tough. So maybe if you could shed some light for the rooted girls on just a little bit of your story and how you walked through it with losing someone very close to you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Christy. Well, just a little bit over a year ago, um, it was after I moved back to Tulsa and I was living, you know, pretty far away from all of my family at the time. I got news on my way into work that my sister had an allergic reaction to some medication and she was on life support in the ICU Wow! and it wasn't looking good. And then, um, and how you know, old is your sister? My sister was 37 at the time. Wow. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was all very, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. we had no warning that this was coming. It was yeah. all very sudden. Um, and so she was in the ICU and. That whole day, you know, I was at work that day, just, you know, there wasn't much I could do, you know, aside from just Mm -hmm. waiting and praying. And my parents were getting ready to fly to uh, Arizona, which Uh is where she was, and to be with her. And and my sister has a 10-year-old daughter. Wow. um, So to be with her. Well, later that afternoon, um, I got a call from my dad with what I thought would be, you know, updates on their travel plans. And my dad was just broken on the phone. Wow. And my dad, you know, he jokes, like, once I hit 40, it's like the tear ducts opened up. But, like, (laughs) he was, I mean, he was very broken. Yes. Oh. And he said that he had some hard news, and I thought it was that my sister had passed. Um, It was actually that my cousin, who I was very close with growing up, he babysat us. Uh Um, You know, me and my other cousins that were really close grew up next to them. Um, He was killed that morning in a car accident. Oh, my goodness. Um, So the loss of my cousin on that day. And then a few days after that, while I was actually flying back to my cousin's funeral, I was on the plane when my sister passed. Oh my goodness. So just in the time frame, it really all kind of happened in one day, but then in the time frame of just a few days, losing people that... It's so tough. I was very, I mean, it was my sister and a, a very close cousin. And walking through that season of loss, I, I've never, you know, people talk about the kind of grief that feels like it hurts you. Yeah. You know, it feels like your heart is being ripped. And I'd never experienced that until then. Oh like it, it physically feels like your heart is being ripped into. Wow. And just the, the physical pain from that type of grief. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's hard to walk through. And it's hard, you know, the whole time you're sitting there thinking, God, you know, why? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't understand why, you know, my cousin who 
you know, he was impacting so many people at his work and the amount yeah. of people that came to his funeral just because they felt his love. Wow. There, he worked at a factory plant and they gave their entire floor that he worked on the morning off so that they could all go to his funeral. Oh my goodness. He had touched so many people. Oh, wow. And then my sister, um, who left behind a 10 year old daughter, mm-hmm. um, and just that, that type of, I don't, you know, I, yeah, it's like, why, why, why? <laughs> And girls, to be totally honest with you, I don't have all the answers yet. Mm -hmm. You know, this is something that's still really fresh. Just had the one year anniversary. And that's, you know, still walking through that grief and a lot of those questions. Um, And I have to, have to, have to come back to, and this is where I was saying, even, you know, journaling things that the Lord has taught you in the past or seasons Mm -hmm. that he's brought you through. I've never had to go through a season like this before. But even just those little areas of, wow, Lord, you were faithful there, so yes. I'm going to believe that you're going to be faithful again. That's so good. And already, you know, even my family's a little bit of a broken family. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have broken families. Right, right? yeah. Um, but to even see some of the healing and restoration that's come in my family since my sister's passing. Um, I had a brother that wasn't really walking with the Lord mm-hmm. um, and wasn't just wasn't super invested in our family. And since my sister passed, I mean, just... He started going to church with my other sister who lived near him. He is so much more invested in our family and just wow. family means something different to yeah. him because we all had to go through this together. Um, and just some of the healing and restoration in my family story mm-hmm. already that I've seen. Wow, that's good. And we're all still pretty raw from the grief. Of course. You know, so yeah. to see that kind of restoration while we're all still walking through mm-hmm. this is a lot of answers to prayer that, you know, who would have thought that my sister would have been, you know, going through that situation would have been some of the answers to prayer. Yes. Wow. And, um, and I think something too, that the Lord has taught me and I touched on this a little bit earlier is to trust him even when I can't feel him. Wow. That's so good. And there were so many mornings, you guys, and I'm sure some of you have felt this too, where I would wake up and I would spend time doing my Bible reading, but like there just wasn't, mm-hmm. it was pretty routine, like wasn't very personal. And I just, I was feeling so overwhelmed by so many things and I didn't even know what to bring to the Lord. And I felt like he spoke so clearly to my heart mm-hmm. that it wasn't about praying for every specific thing. I just needed to take a step back and invite him in. Wow. That's so good. Yeah. And invite him into the moment because that's where he can move. That's the basis of relationship with him. And there's so many mornings where I didn't feel him. I, mm-hmm. I just... God, <laughs> all the times when I need to feel you. Yes. It's like, I need you near I now. I need you. I need to feel you. And I... I didn't. Wow. But that doesn't mean that he wasn't there because his presence isn't based on my feelings. His presence is based on promises in scripture. That's so good. And when you're going through situations like this, um, I mean, Proverbs talks about there's the power of life and death in the tongue. Yeah. You know, and speaking words is so powerful, but speaking the word of God, when you claim scripture and you say, Lord, I thank you for your promise in scripture that says Mm -hmm. you will never leave me or forsake me. I thank you for your promise in scripture that says you will be with me always, even to the very end of the age. That's why it's so important we know the yes. word. And that's why it's so important yeah. that you girls are getting in the word, even in a good season, mediocre season, bad yeah. season, because when tough times do come like that, like you said, Cassie, you're like, I don't feel God. I, I'm confused as to why he's doing, why this is even happening in my life, why yeah. this bad thing's going on. But I know his word and I know it's true. Yep. And you were just relying on the word of God even when yep. you couldn't feel God, even when you were just going through such a rough time. And I think that's so important for us to learn girls, just even from Cassie's story. Yeah. It's like, make sure you know the word and that it's written 
on your heart mm-hmm. because in those tough times it will come up out of you like Cassie's saying. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, just in that season, having to intentionally remind myself, and that's why I said, I'm going to go back to it again, you know, going back through things that I had mm-hmm. written, things that I had gone through in the past and saying, you know what, I believe even if I can't see all the answers. And that's, I think, one of the frustrating things is we live in, like, a microwave society. Oh, of course. You know, like, I want to put it in, hit the timer for 30 seconds, take it out, and, like, my food is ready. Yes. Um, And that's not the way things work with the Lord. Mm -hmm. The Lord talks so much about it's a process. Waiting on the Lord. Waiting on the Lord. Mm -hmm. Be still and know that I am God. Okay, Lord, Which is hard for us not patient people. It's really tough. (laughs) It's very tough. Um, But it's a season of waiting on the Lord, and it's a season of Mm -hmm. saying, Lord... I don't understand, but I'm going to choose to say, I know that you are a good God. That's so good. Psalm says he is a good, good father. It's not yes. just a song by Chris yes. Tomlin. It's a like, great it's, song. But... It's a great song. It's not just a song, though. It's in the Psalms. Yes, that's right. Um, promises from Scripture are true, you guys. Yeah. Even if we can't see it in the moment, even if we can't feel it, promises from Scripture are we can hold God to those. Mm-hmm. He says that his word is true. John 17, 17, your word is truth. And we can, we can hold God to his promises and say, God, you promised in your word that you would be there uh-huh. always to the very end of the age. You promised in your word. Your word says that you are a good, good father. Your word says in Romans chapter eight that the spirit will help us in our weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Lord, I feel weak today. Yeah. I don't even have the faith to believe that you are good. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, would you help me? Because I just, I just don't have the faith for mm-hmm. that right now. And I don't think we capitalize on that enough. You know, like yeah. scripture literally says the spirit will help us in our weaknesses. Yes. Uh-huh. I should be saying, Holy Spirit, help time. me every day time. and yes. believing that. Guys, what uh-huh. would happen if we actually believed what God's word he said? He is going to help us when we're weak. Or... He is going to help yes. us when we're weak. Um, wow. You know, saying I'm going to, to trust in the Lord with all my heart and lean not mm-hmm. on my own understanding. In all my ways acknowledge him because he will direct my paths. Um, so I think one of the biggest lessons that I'm learning, and you guys, like I said, this is a process. Yeah, I'm still right. learning it. Um, and I don't have all the answers right now for this specific situation. But I'm learning that trust looks different than I thought it did. Mm-hmm. That faith is a lot of the time <laughs> without the feeling to back it up. Yes, you know, that's you right. It's to... just saying, God, I trust you. I yeah. believe in you. I don't know what's happening or yeah. why this is happening, but I'm still going to trust yeah. you. And yeah. you know what? It's o- it's okay. Yeah. It's okay if you don't feel the ashigashi feeling when you're sitting there, you know, reading through scripture. And right. It's, it feels kind of dry sometimes. Sometimes you're not going to feel that. Sometimes you're not going to feel that. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I think that's one of the purest forms of faith. That's right. Is when you're sitting there saying, God, I really don't feel this right now, but I'm going to choose to to press in anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading one time and I, I came across this, um, this vision that this woman had. It was a dream that she had. Mm-hmm. And she saw three women praying in the dream. And they were all, you know, equally seeking, seeking the Lord. And she, she saw Jesus in the dream. And Jesus walks by the women. And the first woman, he stops and he just lavishes love on her. Uh-huh. Um, speaks sweet things in her ear. And then the second woman, he, he looks at, maybe touches on the shoulder, smiles at. And the third woman, he just kind of walks right on by. Oh. And the woman having the dream was like, oh, wow. Like, I don't know what the third what woman. What happened to like, the third woman? Yeah, it's yeah. like Jesus, like, upset with her yeah. or something. Like, he really didn't even stop. Right. And Jesus then appeared to the woman having the dream and said, no, 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 you've got it all wrong. He said, I love all three women equally. My presence was with each of them equally. The first woman needs that encouragement uh-huh. in her faith, needs that intentional lavish of love. The, to keep pursuing me. The second woman, she'll, she'll pursue me, but she does need that touch from me. 
the third woman I trust so fully and completely to seek me even when she doesn't feel me even when she doesn't have a physical feeling of my presence there with her I trust her so fully to seek after me wow that's so good and so guys when you don't feel the Lord even when you're seeking after him that doesn't mean he's not there he promised that he would be there through everything, mm-hmm. through the high, the low, the suffering, the questions. He can handle our questions. Yeah. He wants us to bring them to him. He wants us to to trust him, mm-hmm. to wrestle through questions with him, to land on scripture, to land on truth, but knowing that he'll be there every single time. Wow, I love that. And thanks so much, Cassie, for sharing your story because I yeah. know that's not easy to reflect and to even share what happened in, with your life and in your family's life. And I know, like you said, it's only been a year, so it's mm-hmm. so pretty fresh. But I love that you told the girls that, you didn't feel God some days, you know, and cause I'm sure rooted girls who are listening, there's some moments where you're like, yeah, God has abandoned me. Mm-hmm. I've going through this hard time. I've been praying a lot. My situation is not changing. I don't trust in God anymore. He's not there. He's abandoned me. And I love that you've encouraged them that he is not. Cause there's been some days mm-hmm. where you did not feel like God was there, yeah. but those are the times when we don't feel like God's there or we feel like our, our prayers are just like hitting the ceiling and coming back down and they're not, they're not even being heard by God, that is when our faith is really tested. And that is when it's even, it's always important to trust God, Mm -hmm. but that's when it's even more important to trust God and to claim truth and scripture, like you were mentioning, Cassie, over our lives. Because the enemy in those moments will Mm -hmm. take advantage. And if he sees, like, oh, sweet. (laughs) She's thinking God's not hearing her. She's thinking God's left her. This is great. I'm going to move in. Oh, yeah. He wants to reaffirm those lies that we're believing. He's the He's the father of lies, and he wants to reaffirm the lies. Exactly, yeah. and I love that you encourage them to just keep seeking after God anyway. Just keep speaking his truth, his word, scripture over your life, and keep trusting in him anyway. Even when you're going through a hard time, even when you don't understand why God's doing what he's doing, trust that he is good and that he is for you anyways. Yeah. So I guess that's really just the best advice or answer we could even give to that question of mm-hmm. why does a good God let bad things happen. Like I said in the beginning, we don't necessarily know, but we have to trust that God is still good anyway and Mm -hmm. that he is working and that he's for us. And I love how Cassie did mention a couple ways that she said she's still, you know, learning and (laughs) discovering Mm -hmm. why God had all those things happen. But I love how you said it's already started to bring some restoration to your family, which is good because it's only been a year and you're already starting to see how God is working. And I know God will probably over time reveal it to you more and more of his purpose or why, how he's going to work through that tragedy. And that's one thing I've always noticed in my life is whenever I have gone through a hard season or hard time, God does have a purpose. And you know what, girls, sometimes we might not know what that purpose is till we get up to heaven, until Mm -hmm. we're spending eternity with Jesus. We might not even know. But again, it just goes back to the foundation, trusting that God is good, even when situations aren't, even in the midst of a storm, trusting that he is good. Yep. Trusting that he is good and that he's always in it working his good. That's right. Um, cause you know, like I said, talking about things that sometimes happen that are outside of God's will, cause we live in a fallen world, mm-hmm. but he is still in those situations working his good in spite of people's choices, in spite of the decaying world that mm-hmm. we live in. He's in it. His hand is in it. He's working his good. Guys, don't forget, keep inviting him in and trusting that he is working. Um, I'm trying to remember who said it. It was I think it was C.S. Lewis again. But God's always doing, you know, ten thousand things behind the scenes when we can only see three of them. That's so good. So trusting that He's working, trusting that His hand is in it and it's moving and it's working for His good, even if you can't see it yet. Don't forget. That's amazing. Wow. Well, thanks so much, Cassie, for sharing your story. We're about to 
wrap up here, but any final thoughts you have for the girls at all? Yeah, no, I would just say, like I, like I kind of said there, just continue to trust the Lord, continue to press in, and I know that it's hard, and I know that it hurts, and I know that it's painful, um, and I know that a lot of the time we don't, we just, we don't understand. Yeah because we're not God, but trusting that God is good, Mm -hmm. that he is a good father, claiming promises in scripture for yourself and saying, you know what, Lord, even if I can't see it, I trust that either this is your ways are higher than my ways and you've got a plan that I can't see yet, or that you are just in this and you are working your good um, for my good. Mm -hmm. And continue to allow your heart to be soft and to say, Lord, even work in me the desires that you have for me. Well, I love that. So that, you know, my heart matches my circumstances instead of my circumstances matching right. my heart, you know, um, saying, Lord, change me to match where you've got me. So good. Keep wow. trusting, keep pressing in and never, just never give up. So good. So much wisdom from Cassie. Thanks Aww. girl. Yeah, it was well, great I hope, being here. yes, I hope you girls have gotten something out of this episode. I just want to say, and I'm speaking for Cassie, but I know she would say this. If you girls just related or resonated with her story, reach out to her. We'll yeah. take her on Absolutely. Instagram with this episode post and, please feel free to reach out to her and just talk to her. I know she'd love to help you, especially mm-hmm. if you're going through a similar situation with a loved one passing. I know she would love to just talk with you girls and yeah. talk farther and answer questions farther. So, And that's why we created the podcast. We want to hear from you. We want to answer your questions. So if you ever have a topic or a question you'd love for us to answer on the podcast, don't be shy. Please mm-hmm. message us. Just shoot us a direct message on Instagram. You can shoot us an email through our website. Anything like that, we are here for you guys, and we want to answer your questions as best as we can. Well, again, Cassie, thanks so much for being on with us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. Great spending a little bit of time with you. Yes. And we love you girls. We hope you have an awesome week. Bye. Bye.